Welcome to the Good Mums Say Bad Words potty. Hi, I'm Lisa. Some people call me sarcastic, some even an asshole, but really, I just say the shit everyone else is thinking. And I'm Karaya, just a wife who has to put up with this shit. Hi everyone, we are loving. <laughs> oh gosh, she's really giggly this tonight, so good luck with oh this. Oh my goodness. We are very excited to do episode number four. So four excited. already. Four. Yeah. Should four. I tell them what it's <laughs> Calm your farm, four. Should I tell them what it's about? It's yeah, a tell serious them topic. We shouldn't, I mean, it's happy, but it's also serious. I want to change it up. But always with the banter. Babe, your brain is hectic. Just get it out there, will you? Seriously. We're going to call this episode, How Do You Like Your Eggs? And we'll give you the punchline when we upload the episode. Yeah. On social media. Absolutely. We'll leave you hanging for a little bit. Highlight Um, of the week. Oh, shivers. Straight Uh, into it. Yeah. Don't fuck around. I forgot about that. So now you really put me on the spot. Well, I know mine. Okay, go. I got two. Okay. I have two. You had two last time. I don't care. I'm okay. having two. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about two things, and they are not on the same level at all. Okay. Firstly, Georgie's having a baby. <gasps> yes. yes. So yes, excited. Yes, yes. So excited. tell them who Georgie One is. One of my best, best, best friends in the whole entire world, and actually in the world because she lives on the other side of the, the world. world. Anne Miller's godmother. Anne Miller's godmother. Hanuna. Is having a baby, and this episode uh, is really fitting, kind of. Yeah, fitting. Yeah, oh, ish. Yeah, fitting. Yeah, and secondly, the floor, the floors. So, did a bit of DIY ofs. This time did not involve Impact Driver Dev O. Talk about Devo. Kate and the Impact Driver. Oh, you can. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of my best mates who lives in the UK. Has just gotten on to the potty. Firstly, she she's gonna have to Google English. cotton on, cotton on now. <laughs> <True>. but. <laughs> and she said she didn't even realise that potty meant podcast. Like she was just like so Aussie, you can't do all this is too much. And she genuinely Googled an impact driver. And she was in hysterics. That was like... I reckon I a lot of people would have, Im- have Googled an impact driver. And probably didn't say. tell us. Yeah. Lame. Uh, but that's probably the best feedback I've received. I was I really appreciated everything that Kate said. Yeah, she was really sweet. Really cute. I think, though, you're welcome Bunnings because sales would have gone up last week. Well, my dad bought one. Exactly. Not See? after listening to the potty. No. But we get the Father's Day Bunnings gift card. Yeah, but we don't so know that. You're welcome. Anyway, love the floors. We we put we became floor layers. You, I became floor layers. I was just said apprentice. I'm a little bit angry at. Um, no, I'm very proud of our first efforts of laying a floor. That's incredible. But in hindsight, if we were to do it again, we wouldn't rush. No, we wouldn't rush. Take it, and we're still married. Like that's panel a, by panel. That's a yeah. Well, it's not quite like an IKEA flat pack, is it? Or a fucking bicycle. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, what's your highlight, dog? Um, um, I don't really don't know. Is that bad? Well, we are up in Echuca as we were with our last episode when you listened to the kids, uh, and this is where I grew up. So uh, it's just always a highlight being here because I just feel so calm and 
And I know you're looking at me and be like, you know, you're not calm because I'm about to get my period. So you just... Oh, fuck her on her period. Be quiet for a moment. Hang on. Yes. I'll help you with your highlight. Oh, it's not how this segment works, but go. Well, I'll just help you because okay. maybe like hearing the boat on the river going... <clears throat> Dave, it's a battle steamer. I guess it's not a highlight, but it was still a great time. I just like being here. Like the air is just makes me calm, and the weather is nice, and I just am a calm human. Whereas, I mean, well, also on holiday, so that helps. It does help. I just love like this is for me the place that I call home. All right, it's not an episode on a chuka. Calm your farm. Well, there should be an episode on a chuka. It probably will come into my teenage trauma episode. Oh, gosh. Okay. Anyway, back back on track. Um, So we're going to change things up today, and I'm going to put you on a spot, and I'm... Like going to interview you, so rather than us talking and just bantering, I'm sure there'll be banter. All right, Ellen. Bantering. Yeah, I'm going to interview like Ellen. I'd Great. love to be like Ellen. Would you? I'd probably be on Play School before I was on Ellen, but that's not the point. Uh, yeah, I'm going to interview you because it's going to be about your IVF journey. Okay. And how Aliyah and Miller were conceived because they're obviously both very different yep. uh, ways. Um, and also, we have already received some questions um, from friends, friends of friends about um, like IVF or just egg pick up, pickups in general. Mm. Um, so, yeah, well, let's just kind of yeah go back to the start and maybe you can share with the listeners, firstly with Leah about what that journey looked like. Yeah, sure. So Aaliyah is a miracle baby. I mean, I think personally every child is a miracle baby, but Aaliyah was conceived through artificial insemination. So she was... At home. At home. (laughs) Her biological father did his business in a cup. Was it like a wee cup? Like a a wee in a jar when you're at the hospital? Yeah, a jar, a jar. I guess you call it a jar. Yeah. So so we we got all the supplies. We got syringes and cups and... um, all of that fun stuff. Uh, you want the short version, yeah? Short version. Don't need to go into the. I mean, you can tell them about. No, no. Fine. <laughs> short version's good. I feel like when you, we were on the podcast Sperm Donation World or Sperm Donation Australia, you yeah. were like super detailed. Detailed. So if yeah. Want okay. To go and listen to that. Then maybe we'll put it in the thing bio. Is that what yeah, you call it? Whatever. Put a link yeah. in the bio. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. Grandma. Um, so, yeah, he did his business in the little jar, uh, specimen jar, specimen, specimen, jar, specimen jar. But at a different location. He though. was two suburbs away um, and he, yeah, did his business, drove it over, had a bit of a chat at the front door, awkward. Uh, wasn't the first time, though. We'd done it a couple of times, but... Um, I guess I'll go into more detail a little bit later on that. Maybe. I guess, like, and... The funniness I, of it. Very funny. I wasn't there for any of this. Um, no, you were not. But as far as I know, you just weren't doing it correctly. Or you weren't doing it to the best of your knowledge the first couple of times, whereas you always say that the time that she was actually conceived was the first time you feel like it was done yeah. the right way. Yeah, correct. So... Uh, I was given the jar. I had the syringe, uh, went up to my bedroom and 
got as much of it into the syringe as possible, and a little bit of a a little bit of a myth. Um, so I always thought that you had to put your legs high up in the air once you had. Um, That's what you do to get lactic acid flowing through your legs, might I add. Not well, only. it's it's actually a little bit strange if you think about it because if you have if a man and a woman have sex yeah, and they can see the child, putting her legs up. nah. Like, you're done. You're going to sleep, yeah. aren't you? Well, some people don't even try and they can conceive. So, no, I don't think you need to put your legs up. No, so so I no, was... Whatever works. I was putting my legs up for, you know, 20 minutes to half an hour um, in in a couple of the fairly, first early tries. But, yeah, when, when I did it properly, it, it worked. And how many times did you try before you conceived earlier? I think we had done it the two previous months, maybe one previous month. But during that ovulation cycle, you do it as much as possible. Um, For me, it was quite stressful and quite um, overwhelming because I was having to rely, obviously, on the delivery of the package (laughs) coming my way. And uh, he was getting a little bit sick of it, and you, you just like wank in a jar and drive yourself on over. And yeah, did he not the first time do it at your house? Yeah, did, he did. There was no two suburbs over. Yeah, that situation. was weird. That was awful, to be honest. So he was in the downstairs bathroom doing his business. Mm. Package got delivered to me in the bedroom, and it bloody went everywhere. It was disgusting. And we'll get. Like is that is that fine that you want to that story is there more not more you want to add? No, I mean any questions that anyone wants to ask, you feel could free, but... go into it much deeper. But yeah, um, a couple of questions before you move on to the story about the Millie Monster <laughs> um, is obviously tracking your cycle. Like, how did you get the tools to oh, do the at home insemination? Yeah, like, you yeah. have to. Yeah. Um, Anyone that we've spoken to in the last couple of weeks who have asked about um, yeah. these kind of things have literally no idea where to even start. So can you yeah, like kind sure. of rewind, prior, you know, the months leading up to conceiving or even yeah. just trying to have her? Yeah, so I did a lot of Googling, I guess, um, and uh, I have an irregular cycle. So my cycle is around about 42-ish days. Um, I've got polycystic ovary syndrome. So a lot of people, a lot of women out there have polycystic ovaries. Uh, but yeah, I have a PCOS uh, and was told I'd never have children. So at an early teenage age, um, I was, yeah, a doctor told me, you've got too many cysts on your ovaries. Good luck with that. Um, crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy, to be honest. Um, and I think at the time I had about 55 cysts on each ovary. When you were a teenager? Yeah, when I was a teenager. And I was lucky to get my period oh, three times a year. That's nuts. Um, but as I got a bit older, yeah, my cycle, I mean, sometimes I'd get it, you know, seven times a year or what, whatever it was. But Never 12. Never, never, never. No. So it's around about 42 to 45 days-ish. And can I just add off pregnancy topic, but for anyone who's obviously thinking about whether we're in sync, we are not. No. And I've never been in – I feel like we have been in sync at times. Once. um, A couple of times. But for the last, I'm going to say, 12 to 18 months, we are a good two weeks apart. And that's probably because, obviously, I've got quite a regular – 
28 to 32 day cycle and yours stretches out to that 42. Yeah. Um, but never do we have our period at the same time and I'm still figuring out whether that's good or bad. That's probably a good thing considering you turn into fucking vampire. But I think I need the alter ego name. But anyway, back I to even you. bought an essential oil for her to like. Clary Calm. Try <laughs> just tame the monster. I've got different you know, human. What did you say the other day? It's Chemical cute. imbalance. It is. Oh, it's cute. So cute. Anyway, so regular period. Yeah. Uh, PCOS from yep. a young age. Yeah. Um, lots of googling. So I, once uh, googling whilst you're going. No, I just started this process. Yeah. So when we decided that we wanted to start having kids, I just yeah I started googling it. Um, and how many months prior? I what did month it, was she conceived? Uh, actually, Chris, around Christmas. Yeah, and then born September the following year. Yeah. So how many months or weeks leading up to Chris, that Christmas period were you starting that process? Only oh, probably about three or four months. And then what I did is I averaged out a three-month period to work out when I would be ovulating. I downloaded an ovulation cal- calculator, um, which you'd put, you put your period start date in, um, and then you track that for about yeah three or four months, and then it kind of gives you your um, when you'll be ovulating, yeah. um, and it c- can give you approximately a twelve month period of when you would like to try, I guess, in yeah, that right. in that twelve month period. And through that, those three four months leading up to Christmas, did you consult a GP or was like fuck it, I'm doing nah. this on my own? Would yeah, you? like it was all a bit old school in a way. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't consult a GP, and considering same-sex couple and also, I mean, this is, what, over six years ago now, almost mm. seven years ago. So, she yes. She just turned six, babe, so it's not. No, but oh, seven. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's late. <laughs> um, no, I think, yeah, we, we definitely did not consult a doctor um, at all and I would probably recommend that you do consult a doctor because even though this worked, um, I'm sure that there is a lot more information out there um, and hence why you call her a miracle baby because there was no professionals necessarily involved. It was just you guys doing yeah. what you thought was right. Yep. So then what about like the specimen jar and the syringe? Like you just went to the Yeah, just went to the chemist. Yeah, just like, went to the chemist, got all of that. I ordered a bunch of 100 ovulation sticks off eBay Yeah, um, and literally pissed on my hand. Can like, you not buy them from... Okay, oh, probably not that many. Yeah, I, to be honest, I'm not. I think you can buy ovulation tests like you can a pregnancy test. Yeah, but they're very expensive. So these were like a, a very small paper test, a stick. Yeah. So the calculator ovulation um, app, along with those sticks, I would literally just wee as many times as I, you know, I was quite. Um, in a rush to, yeah, like you know. a bit obsessive, in yeah. A way. So then, yeah. would you? And again, we're not professionals, but for you, would you have just relied on the app to calculate your ovulation, or you needed to know? Because again, like I don't know if other couples do that. Well, a little bit graphic, I guess. I'll try and I'll try and be as. Um, you don't need to. It's a good mum say bad words, potty. So yeah, fuck it. Feel like so that lovely sticky ovulation fluid that comes out of a woman yeah 
exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> that's hot. Uh, one of my Is it hot enough to be like I'm ovulating. Like, yes, get some sperm in me. Pretty much. So I was getting acupuncture at the time, and the acupuncturist said to me, "Get a little bit that of that off the toilet paper or off your undies or wherever the fuck it's going, yeah, and just put it between your fingers, like your thumb and your point. Is that your point finger? Yeah. Four finger." whatever, the next finger next to your thumb, the finger next to your thumb, (laughs) and just kind of like if it... It's sticky. If it's sticky, like if it creates like a stringy situation, you're ovulating. When it starts, like when that dries up, you're done. Wasn't she also the one that told you the other amazing yeah. thing to do, which is when you Sorry, actually mums. conceived? Maybe our mum, I mean, it's a natural thing. Fuck it, whatever. She told me that I had to orgasm and that would help. And the minute that I did that, which was one of the most fucked up things, like... Just like, not fucked up. I would say just uncomfortable, firstly, being... Oh, it was gross, though. You've got a syringe of somebody else's semen yeah. being injected inside of you whilst... But how many people do that? Like, there's so many people that choose to do insemination at home. Well, now, I don't think seven years ago it was a huge thing. I think now that, you know, the things have evolved so much, Mm. it's definitely not something that was normal seven to ten years ago. Absolutely not. I think we've said this before or maybe in another podcast, but, like, gay marriage was not legal then, I feel. No, nah. no, it wasn't. It, that only came in what five, four years ago. So I don't even know. I'm not sure. Don't know. Uh, anyway, okay. Um, so that helps a lot. I'm trying to think of any other questions I have about that. Well, do you want to maybe open book though? Open book. Any questions? Yes, I'm going to keep DM going us. with this Aaliyah story because there wasn't just like conceived and bam, baby. I know you went through over the course of nine, ten months before. Um, bringing Aaliyah into the world, that there was not complications necessarily with Aaliyah, but with your own health. So I know this is, yes, about um, IVF and conceiving and whatever else, but I think it's also important um, to talk about that and also... When I was pregnant? Yeah, but backtrack a little bit before I get there. How about... Um, Spit it out, dog. And I'm trying... Um, like, um, Elevate, yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Medication. Oh, all I did was go on... Yeah, I went on Elevate. Uh, actually, I only went on Elevate when I found out I was pregnant. Is that not too late? Oh, I don't think it's no, too you late. you do it through the whole pregnancy. Like, pl- plenty of people get pregnant and don't realise that no, they correct. are and then like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Bunny in oven. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. And... No other stimulants to help you, literally just nah. yeah, yeah, nothing, absolutely nothing. Didn't change my diet. Um, the only other thing that was different was um, acupuncture. So I was getting acupuncture at the time. For pregnancy? <clears throat> uh, no, I was getting it for something else and then I told her that I was trying to conceive a child and then she was like, oh, okay, I'll just... Got your back, girl. Put that in there. <laughs> yeah, cute. Uh, where? Clear out that channel. I can't even remember, to be honest. It was that long ago. Yeah, great. Probably like right between my eyeballs or yeah, something, something fucked sh- up on spot. Your pinky... Foot. Yeah. <laughs> <Wanky> foot. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, obviously diet did semi-change when you oh, were yeah. pregnant in terms yeah, of what you yeah, can yeah. and can't eat. Um, yeah, never had a McFlurry, wanted McFlurry day, night and in between. <laughs> Incredible. And oh, like God, wanted all the things you weren't allowed to eat. Like just all of a sudden wanted to eat like McFlurry on sushi. <laughs> but couldn't. <laughs> With a ball of fucking cheese. And but tomato, no. no. 
did not eat tomato and before that absolutely could not stand tomato and I was eating toasted tomato sandwiches. That's disgusting. Foul. Ew. Okay. All right. Fast forward a little bit because I just realized it's taken us like 20 minutes to get to this point. Soz. Uh, Quickly talk about kind of your health throughout terrible pregnancy. Yeah. Terrible (laughs) pregnancy. Love being pregnant. Absolutely love being pregnant. But I had Bell's palsy for six months. I had carpal tunnel in both hands. I had diabetes. I had preeclampsia in the end. Uh, So, yeah, she was born at 38 weeks and three days or something like that. And how? Uh, she was born by cesarean. I could not, uh, or I did not, I went in, sorry, the day she, the day before she was born to be induced, had that lovely fucking thing inserted into me, which. Like the balloon thing? Oh. Is I don't that what you're talking about? Yeah, but I don't even want to go there because that's just, you know, anyone who's had it will know, but others who haven't just. Stick clear? Stick, what? Nah, not stick clear. It's just not fun for anyone and I pretty much uh I think I had that in there for 14 hours and I was um when the doctor went to take it out I was one and a half meters dilated or meters uh, so fuck oh shit <laughs> Woo! one and a half centimeters whoa um dilated and yeah we just decided that um it was not going to happen for me and so get her out get her out cut me open Cut me open. And now we're six years on. Yeah. And she's so fucking cute. So cute. And so hairy. Oh, leave her alone. <laughs> such a hairy little Greek, though. Leave her alone. I love her. She's adorable. Brush her little legs. Okay, cool. Yep. So fast forward to two years, almost 18 months on from that. Yep. And you are now uh, in a completely different situation. Yep. Um, going through a different route to get to Miller. Yep. So Aaliyah's dad didn't want to have any more kids. So we decided to look into IVF mm-hmm. and yeah, once again, went back to Google, looked up some fertility clinics. Um, and how, I'm just going to throw questions while you talk, if that's okay. Sure. Uh, how many clinics are there? Like, yeah, people gonna oh. if people want to freeze their eggs or there are a couple who want to start an IVF process like you're going to be completely overwhelmed with choice Um, or is it not so much yeah I don't think overwhelmed with choice necessarily but now in these times uh some of the things that you and I have found out Mm. you know through um you know say sperm donation for same-sex couples um I guess it just depends on people's scenarios whether you're single or whether you're yeah and also their views right like I find it's really important to connect with a doctor yeah um and that has to be like that someone who's helping you bring a human into the world and you need them to understand you and yeah. know your story and know where yeah. you've been and why you're doing it. And for me, the doctor that I chose definitely I did not connect with. And yeah. coincidentally, so we chose a clinic called Rainbow Fertility, mm-hmm. uh, not for the gay reason at all, it just um, – they were a new company and, in fact, Miller ended up being the second rainbow baby born so in the clinic. So she was almost the first baby born for that clinic. So they were 
um, a sub company of City Fertility, which we had no idea about at the time until we started getting invoices and it didn't say Rainbow Fertility. It said City Fertility. So they only had two fertility doctors to choose from. Mm -hmm. There was a man and there was a woman. The woman was booked, so we went with the man. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and he actually turned out to be... um, a doctor for my sister. Yeah. At which was, yeah, really, um, you know, she's had some fertility issues herself and, or not, not fertility issues, sorry. Um, well, like PCOS, same PCOS, right? yeah, endometriosis, yeah. What, like most women have, unfortunately, yeah. these days. And yeah, he had performed some procedures on her. And um, so, yeah, I was kind of like, better the devil you know than yeah great song by the way but also is it not a similar it's mind state <laughs> that you were in like not necessarily obsession but like just get this baby again. oh i was on a mission to yeah. just whatever i had to do i was ignoring all warning signs of um i guess you know not feeling comfortable with the doctor the prodding and probing and you know i must have had you know, 50 internal ultrasounds uh, over the over the, the course of the time. So for, for us... I've had one and they are fucked. Yeah, it's like, not fun. And I don't know if it's because, like, I don't often have <laughs> penetration. Sorry, Mum. But, oh, my goodness. Say, like, I was... Yeah, I called you after I had mine because obviously you can only go alone because hashtag COVID. Mm. Uh, and I was in tears. Like it is so It's so intrusive. violating. And yeah. I'm just going to backtrack just a little bit before you go forward. Before choosing Rainbow Fertility, again, did you go through a GP or you can contact them directly? I just, again, want no, like to strip back to people who yeah, you've got don't to, know a thing. You've got to get a referral from a GP to go to a fertility doctor. Um, most of the time that appointment would be bulk billed to just have a chat about what you want to do and what your plans are. And at that point, have you had to choose like rainbow fertility or they just no. write quite a generic yeah, letter? No. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a generic letter, yeah. yeah. You can just, well, you'd have, you have to pick the, the fertility doctor. So it's like a specialist appointment. Correct, yeah, okay. It's like going, you know, for a neurologist or something along those lines. So you, it's it's a special um specialty doctor mm-hmm. fertility specialist uh so yeah so so we went along and and met with the doctor gp no with the fertility, fertility doctor. doctor yeah after the referral uh and i think to be honest at the time we probably went through rainbow because their fees were so much cheaper than the other fertility the big ones like monash and melbourne, melbourne. and even city fertility because they were a new company and they were really trying to um, it was like a market for queer couples, right? Well, like yeah, gay couples. five years ago. I don't really know the like proper wording because, again, when, we're asking when the wrong not, person I over know. here. Anyway, for L G B T A B C D E F G L M N O P that uh, Q. yeah plus I think it's a plus at the end. I think there actually is a Q. Did you know that? Yeah, great queer doll. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> thanks. So good. Uh, yeah, obviously was like rainbow fertility was a market yeah that where gay couples queer couples yeah lesbian gay whatever yeah. could feel comfortable yeah right absolutely and yeah. i think so one of the things that um about ivf is there is a huge shortage of sperm donation in australia mm. and in particular victoria uh because of the laws that that are in place in Victoria, which another episode. a total another episode. That's like 
I'm probably going to be like four, four part, part series. Yeah. Oh, I just said four. Oh, cute. Remember Bless. last night we we should get married. We should too late. Did we clicked our ankles at the same time? Oh, last night. oh bless. So <laughs> we don't say so Dylan enough on this no. party. Anyway, it's so uh, okay. So you've seen hashtag so Dylan. Hashtag that is not a thing. We'll um, make it a thing. No. So City Fertility has their own sperm bank. You mean Rainbow? No, oh. City Fertility. So Rainbow was teamed up with City Fertility, so they were able to offer their patients mm-hmm. sperm. Yeah, got it. So that's the biggest thing. There are fertility clinics out there that do not have access. I know exactly. To well, I'm sure they're not the only one, but mm. there's there are fertility and. Yeah, and th- once again, th- this is obviously for people singles looking to um, procreate or same-sex couples. But um, yeah, people it's who, or heteros who can't conceive. Oh yeah, they might. Oh, but yeah, but they might need an egg donor instead of a. Oh yeah, either way, either, either way. way, true. So yeah, so we went along, met with the doctor, and basically um, started the process. So um, I proceeded to. Have a drug overdose. Yeah, that's something that I really wanted to like hound you about because I don't think people realize this. Like when my friend messaged me the other day asking um, about possibly freezing her eggs because she hit 30 and she's shitting herself. Yeah. Like I said, be aware of the hormones. Like when you have to overstimulate and Mm. your ovulation like and I haven't been there with you through that but from what I've heard oh, it was fucked up you were like a monster it was actually fucked up so I have said this many times before and I'll say it again some of the drugs that um, were given and I'm told now they have changed, changed. like yeah. evolved I should say yeah uh, but there was one in particular and to be honest you know I, I wouldn't even be able to tell you what it was I can't mm. even remember but I am not someone who I think, as I've mentioned, have suffered from, you know, mental illness or anything like that. And there was a point where I was like, I'm done. I don't even want to live anymore. Like I just. That's called a chemical imbalance. See? It was an absolute chemical imbalance and it was fucked up. So you're pretty much injecting yourself and taking all these tablets to um, create. More eggs, right? Yeah, as many eggs as possible. So, you know, that all your follicles get, get, um, Counted and, and they just want to overstimulate you to obviously give you the best yeah, chance sure. to, um, yeah, to, to conceive. So, and did you even go? So, obviously, we know that before you actually went through IVF, you had to do the IUIs. Yeah, does the, the stimulation happen even with the IUIs? It was different drugs, okay. Yeah, it was different drugs. Um, it's so same. same. Uh, outcome they're trying to achieve is to overstimulate. No, no, yeah, well, sort of, because when you do an IUI, if you overstimulate, you could have multiple children. So, it's not a bad thing. No, it's a huge thing because, as in, like, you have like eight. Well, say for me, I had twenty-four eggs that came out of me when I did my egg, egg pickup. Yeah, if you have like twenty-four eggs that come out of you, and then they throw millions of sperm into you yeah like you're in trouble like quadruple uplets yeah exactly okay yeah so no there's definitely a different breaking it down uh just quickly the difference between iui and ivf well firstly one thing that that i didn't know was that they're different lists of 
uh, yes. donors. Mm-hmm. So um, it all comes down to the different makeup of these. Well, actually, some sperm donors only um, will allow for IUIs mm-hmm. and some will be um, for IVF. So, yeah, there's a lot of information that gets thrown your way. For me, I'm not going to lie, I was completely overwhelmed, didn't ask, didn't ask enough questions. About the donors? About all of it. Yeah. Like I just was kind of like... Going with the flow. Yeah, going with the Get flow. Get this child with me. Yeah, just do it um, to the point where after the egg pickup, so the ideal outcome is that you get your egg pickup, they create the embryos. So for the next, I think it's five to seven days, um, and it's been a while to be honest, but um, they once they um, they get, well, for me, 24 eggs, mm-hmm. they um, get rid of all But with IUIs, they didn't do an egg pickup, right? No, 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 no. Because they no, put no. the sperm. It's just putting the sperm straight on to, onto the uterus yeah. and hoping so for the best. so that's what I'm saying. So quickly explain what IUI is for people. Like I didn't know what an IUI okay. was until. Sure. So and you have to go through that right before. You don't have IVF. to. No, you, you don't have that. to. It's yeah. just obviously. It's a money thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you do IUIs. What does it stand for? I don't even know. I'd love to say we should probably should have Googled that. Go Google that. Don't put it in your cart because it's not necessary. (laughs) It's not an impact driver. I-U-I, inter-uterine injection. I don't know. I just made that up. Don't. I'm definitely not a doctor. Um, You literally just are prepped to have... Sperm inside you. Yeah, pretty much. It's like... And hope that it reaches... Yeah, where it should. ...your egg. So it's kind of like having sex with a... Syringe, syringe. <laughs> <laughs> with a tube, yeah, pretty much. So similar to, but they're like, tracking your cycle again. So, yeah, but is it not similar internal. to what you did with Leah? Like that's, I know. Yeah, but just scientifically. Yeah, like they kind of. And your bank balance is going down. Yeah, obviously. Okay, yeah. so um, so you have to do two of those, or no, I shouldn't say have to. For me, I had to do two of those before they deemed me to be medically infertile. In inverted commas, if you can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> so what that meant is more Medicare rebate. So when yeah. I was then to go through IVF, the majority of the IVF I was just in cycle. Ukraine, like, what's Medicare? But yeah. anyway. <laughs> or so healthcare yeah. for anyone in well, we've got USA listeners, and UK, Ukraine, also called Medicare, Uganda. Yeah. Who? US. Is it? Yeah. Shut up. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it is. I think it is. Okay, fine. I heard on a TV show that's <laughs> Google that too. <laughs> so you can see how we just had a little argument there. That was cute. So Dylan. <laughs> so Dylan. So I feel like our podcast can be a drinking game. Like how many times did Lisa cut me off? Shot. How many times did we say, so Dylan, take a shot? Okay, babe. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so then I did the two IUIs unsuccessful, went straight into IVF, had to find a new donor, and then start, start the new drugs. Yeah, start the new drugs. So went into that straight away and went and had my egg pick up, had 24 eggs. They all got put together and acquainted with the sperm. So they go through acquainted. the sperm. What a great choice of words. I know, thanks. I had a private school education. Er, I did not. Er, can tell. Nah, just kidding. Uh, they get rid of all the swimmer, the bad swimmers, so the ones that have, like, shitty tails and give you all the good stuff. Just literally imagine tadpoles running around a little But, but anything with, like, lab. a bent tail or anything yeah. that's, like, slow, they fuck it off. And it's then like they make the embryos. The so 
for me, there was six embryos. So 24 eggs. Yeah. Out of that, you made six embryos. Yeah, which is incredible. You didn't want to freeze. You wanted to go straight into like. Yeah, I was hell-bent. child in me. I was hell-bent on that happening. And for me, I had, oh, it's like overstimulation something syndrome, something, something, which meant that I almost actually got hospitalised because... Because of the drugs, really, right? uh, I uh, I don't think I was actually educated on why it happened or... Well, now we've been told, haven't we, that there's a new drug that can stop that yeah or can prevent or can hopefully prevent that but basically I put on six kilos in 72 hours and looked pregnant and it was so painful even more painful than a cesarean it was and that was just fluid right just fluid just fluid and it took a couple of weeks for that to go away so imagine going through that process like as a single mum and shout fucking out to anyone who chooses to be a single mum because it is amazing to do what you are doing but also to go through those hormones and this like invasive process yeah i'm not saying that people don't have you know parents siblings kind of did go through it on my own yeah just saying yeah but But also imagine now like during covid like yeah like i said i had to go and get my internal ultrasound on my own and i like wish i did not but it is what it is yeah, unfortunately, it's the norm now, isn't it? And that's mm. a bit sad, but hopefully that changes very soon. But yeah, so then uh, I was not able to have that embryo. Fresh embryo. Fresh embryo transferred because Christmas came around and. Everyone's closed. <laughs> everyone was closed and I was abusive and disgusting. My behavior was so bad towards the clinic because these drugs were going through me and Mm. I just had it in my head that I wasn't educated enough. I wasn't told, you know, that this was not going to happen. And for me, whose cycle is not as regular as others, I had to wait again to get my period and then... So your these um, drugs don't change your cycle. They just overstimulate you in terms of your follicles. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So cool was not the right answer. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Sweet. So Christmas is gone. Yep. And you've now found out anyway that frozen embryos give anyone a better chance, right? So they say, yeah. I mean, i got to go by what the professors, you know, Have tell said, us. Yeah. But If anyone wants to tell us anything else, yeah, let us know. Yeah, please do. But, yes, uh, frozen embryo was transferred on the 6th of February. Very cute. 2017. Nick minute. Nick minute. Still crying. Fucking came out. Four years crying. later. So second pregnancy, uh, not so great either. Didn't have Bell's palsy, but um, didn't have carpal tunnel, but I had diabetes. So both times with the kids, I had gestational diabetes. And that's common, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, with pregnancy. they say that women who are a bit larger are more susceptible. <laughs> susceptible yeah um i I guess there's a a number of factors but that that becomes quite disheartening and difficult because i was following everything i was being told uh and i remember with Aaliyah, the dietitian at the hospital was actually a friend of a friend's and all of the education like the classes that i went to you know, she'd say, you got to do this and you got to do that. And I was like, oh, I can't let her down. Like, I've got it. And you did it. <laughs> I did it. And, and, it, still and it still wouldn't work. So, you know, you had to check your um, blood 
glucose levels three times a day and I would be eating exactly what I was told. You know, I wouldn't put anything in my body that I was told. You know, when you've got a living thing inside of you, mm. you're kind of like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to hurt You said it. to me before, like, you, like if you put chocolate inside you when you're pregnant, like, you feel guilty because yeah. that's well, I what's did. feeding them. Yeah. I get it, like, you have all these cravings and it's not going to kill them, but... I understand that you'd feel bloody guilty. I feel guilty myself when I smash block chocolate, let alone <laughs> thinking about having another human inside me. Yeah, it was it was tough. And then, you know, you have your record book and you're sitting there and you're taking down your notes and then I was insulin dependent. So, you know, that was not really fun either mm. and um, had preeclampsia again and Miller was born 38 weeks and one day 38 yeah. one and obviously had to be a c-section again because it didn't have to be but um it's a safer choice yeah i chose to do that because i was you know it was a hard pregnancy mm. um and yeah it was it was my choice to um well i had to book it in when it suited the doctor yeah because crazy? yeah it was a bit crazy so yeah we kind of just worked out what was best and and did that given her size and, you know, where she was at and what was going to be best for, for mum, bub and, and doctor. Yeah, great. Yeah. Oh, thank you, baby. That's okay. I love it. I love IVF? Like, love babies. <laughs> I want to have a baby with you. Okay. Um, Should we go make a baby? If, <laughs> if we could <laughs> oh, we'd be have made a baby naturally, I think we would have made a baby. Yeah, if we would have. we were a male. And a female, but we're not, and that's okay. We'll do our own thing. <laughs> I just want to do like a quick little conclusion. Go for it. Uh, not me. Oh, me. Yeah, like a bit of a wrap up. Um, Go have kids. Love, yeah, do All that. the kids. Love your stories, but just a quick thinking about, again, the people who were like, fuck, I want to do this, but what the, like, where do I start? Google. Basically. Google what? What are they Googling? Me. Great. Nah, just kidding. Uh, you know that I would come up as a better Google search than you, right? Probably. Very yeah, you much would. Show. Oh, Thanks. yeah. <laughs> Professional soccer player. Stop it. Yeah, true. I haven't really done much with my life. Uh, where to start? So I would say go to your GP if you mm. have, you know, one that you trust or, or whatever. Or if you want to go to Google, go to Google. But Would you request a pap? Did you do that? Pap smear? No. Oh, I'm not telling anyone to go get a pap smear. <laughs> so there's many of my friends out there who have never had pap smears yeah, well, or avoiding not. pap smears. Well, you're going to fucking skip the pap smear anyway and go straight to an internal ultrasound, which is hell. So good luck with that. Good luck with that. I Yeah, I would say go to your GP and get some, get some information. Talk to other people. Join some Facebook groups. There's mm. heaps out there now. And then obviously research fertility clinics. Like there is whatever, there might be five, there might be 10, there might be 50, I don't know. Um, Just find a doctor you're comfortable with and, and, and start it. But, yeah, I would say before you even get to that point, start the conversation with, you know, with communities. Everyone's pretty open and, and out there to share their stories and mm. everyone's got different stories and there's lots of different ways of, of having babies. So and track your cycle. Track your cycle. Start get a, get cycle. an app and start tracking your cycle and... Uh, yeah, good luck with everybody. Um, to everybody. I hope there's more babies now from our potty. That would be cute. Oh, cute. Like I made a baby because of you. Yeah, well, cute. Well, tell us, like, if you have any questions. I know it's like whether you're single or like a young 
gay person who has no idea, like I very much know more about the process now, but purely because of you. Um, but I feel like before that I didn't really know about the internal ultrasounds or, you know, any of that invasive or the drugs or anything. I thought it was just kind of quite an easy, not necessarily easy, but like put something inside me like Bob Girani and Hello Baby. There's obviously much more. Oh, IVF's come such a long way. So I think, yeah, it used to be quite a scary thing for people to talk about or even, mm. you know, probably 10, 15 years ago for a lot of um, heterosexual couples that were struggling to have children, you know, it was um, embarrassing or it was, you know, it was something that people didn't want to necessarily My talk about. Were- Conceived by IVF. Yeah. So and it, twins, hello. Yeah, but it was it was something, there you go, even over 20 years ago. And it was it's something now that has evolved so much. There is so much information out there. There are plenty of people to talk to about it. Mm. So, um, yeah, go out there and, and get as much info as possible before you uh, pop out of Miller. Mm. Second child warning. Cute. Um, but for real, like, if you don't know anything about the process you can also message us if you feel like you don't have anyone in your own little circle absolutely we'd love to share more about our detail and look at us talking for over 40 fucking minutes Uh, it's you mainly though you just need to ask a question and then wait for the answer i know but it's also fine we said our potties were going to go for 20 30 minutes this one's going for 20 30 40 exactly (laughs) all right everybody uh thank you for listening once again we love you all and happy baby baby making happy baby making (laughs) bye today we have a very special treat for you the girls have written a rap with their uncle ty nine eight seven six Five, four, three, two, one. My name is Aaliyah and I like to be a princess every day. So listen here, I wear pink. I don't stink. I wear dresses. I make misses and I clear it all up because I'm the best family. I love my sister from another Mr. Boomerang. Whoa, you had it here, everybody. That was amazing. Thank you so much, girls. We look forward to another potty with you soon. You go, babe. No, you go. No, you say it. No, you go. Come on. Okay, fine, I'll go. What am I saying? About reviewing and questions. Oh, yeah. If you guys have any questions, comments, feedback, please feel free to send us a DM. We are an absolute open book, so happy to answer uh, any of those. And if you like what you hear, please click subscribe, follow, and write us a review. Uh, if you five don't like what you hear, though. yeah, five stars are good. But if you don't like what you hear, write a review too. Cause you know, always take feedback on board, right? Absolutely. Thank you once again for all your love and support and we're really loving what we're doing. So thank you again. Have a good day.